Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, hello everyone. I'm Megan Fitzgerald and welcome to Talking Ship Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm super excited this week to bring you a bonus episode of Talking Ship because this past week I got a wild opportunity to chat with a true icon from most of our childhoods. She is a television legend, but also an author, a designer, a photographer, and most relevant for this show. She is one half of TV's most iconic married couple. I'm talking with Daphne Maxwell-Reed about her portrayal of Aunt Vivian from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Who? So basically television royalty. Uh, Daphne famously took over the role in the fourth season of Fresh Prince and portrayed Aunt Viv alongside the late James Avery, who played Uncle Philip. We spend so much time as TV fans and TV romance fans obsessing about watching characters get together. But when we meet Aunt Viv and Uncle Philip, they are 20 years into their marriage. Like many TV show relationships, we see them deal with communication issues, sexuality, jealousy, parenting. But through it all, they remain this solid married unit. And while it doesn't have, you know, the ups and downs and the roller coaster drama of some of these other couples, I think there's so much to learn from two people that continue to challenge each other and grow together even 20 years into a marriage. So The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air premiered in 1990. So now, 30 years later, HBO Max is premiering an unscripted reunion show with the cast, available Thanksgiving weekend that Daphne will appear on, along with much of the original cast. And more recently, it was announced that NBC's Peacock, their new streaming service, picked up a reboot of Fresh Prince that will reimagine the show as a modern-day drama. The reboot is based off of a four-minute spec trailer created by Morgan Cooper. No news yet if any of the original cast is coming back or what exactly that show will look like, but it got picked up for two seasons, so stay tuned. But in the meantime, to get back in the spirit of The Fresh Prince before the Thanksgiving weekend reunion, and particularly to get a little refresher on the wisdom of Aunt Viv and Uncle Philip, who provided so much wisdom to Will Smith and to us all. Here is Daphne Maxwell-Reed. Everyone, I'm so excited to be talking ship with a true legend of television today and of television. Old. <laughs> no, no, I think legends are timeless. <laughs> Welcome Daphne Maxwell-Reed, who has done so much as an actor and as a human being. I was reading up on some of your other work. However, today we're, of course, excited to chat about her role as the icon of Aunt Viv on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, seasons four through six. And soon we're we're going to be getting a Fresh Prince reunion on HBO Max Thanksgiving weekend. And the show just got picked up for a reboot on Peacock for two seasons. Different show. Different show. Different show. Probably different show. Yeah. So the reunion is the original cast, the original concept. 30-year reunion. Yeah. And the Peacock show is a young man that Will discovered on, I guess, on Instagram or something. Yeah. That shot a dramatic version of his interpretation of what Fresh Prince would look like as a drama. Yeah. And uh, 
Will got it and took it to Peacock and they bought two years of it, which is really exciting. Yeah. Two years from a pitch. That's crazy. I'm, I'm so curious to see what they do with the show Reimagined. That's so exciting. It is. It's, it, I can't wait to see what it's going to be like. I think it's a little bit what the world needs right now. And I, one thing I wanted to talk about is that you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air has stood the test of time as a show that we continue to re-watch and re-watch and re-binge and continue to keep in our lives. And now, you know, getting a reunion and a reboot. What is your take on, you know, the world needing a little bit of nostalgia right now? Well, the show was so iconic because we dealt with very, I guess, common themes yeah themes that are that are appropriate then and now and as a family in dealing with being a family being individuals and overcoming obstacles and that's a that's a simple theme and a fish out of water story is always a great hook right um so fresh prince as it was, is great to look back on. It can't be transplanted till now because the whole context of the times was different. We've grown so much as a country, as people, that a lot of things will not bloom in this context. So I always say you can't recapture magic. And when you have uh, lightning in a bottle, you can't run around the field looking for that lightning to jump back in that bottle. So don't try. Let's develop something new, which I think is what's going to happen. Yeah. And I'm trying to think, I can't think of another show or an even, you know, any kind of franchise that's been rebooted with a whole new tone and spin. You know, obviously there are other reboots and it seems to be a, a trend that we're seeing in television a lot right now, this craving nostalgia, but you're right. It's not just that it's trying to recapture what was, it's reframing something. I think with the joy of having characters that we know, whether or not the characters are a little bit different in this new world. I mean, I don't know. It seems it seems pretty early in the process. Have you have you gotten any taste of what Aunt Viv is going to be up to? No, I have no idea. I don't even know if she's in the picture. <laughs> That's okay. We had well-developed characters that had points of view. We had great mm -hmm. structure. We had great writers. And I think that is some of what is missing from television now is a good storytelling format. Um, everybody's going for a joke. And sometimes you just have to tell a story in a half an hour that has some humor in it, right. but is developed in that half hour. And I don't think they have the knack of doing that right now. <laughs> so that kind of thing gets people to look at the old shows and go, oh, yeah, that was a funny way to do that. Yeah, that's so true because I think that Fresh Prince does such a good job at dealing with these as you said, bigger family themes, these bigger topics, but the characters are who they are. Those dynamics brings, bring humor. And, you know, after seasons of watching and loving these characters, you know, we, we're familiar with their quirks and their habits and that makes us love them. But where they're telling very relatable, sometimes very serious stories. Yeah. These characters were also played by some very, very fine actors. So <laughs> that really helps 
legs. Yeah. Yeah. Which that leads me very nicely because there's so much we could talk about with you and, and Fresh Prince, but this podcast, you know, we like to chat about the famous TV show relationships. And you of course played Aunt Viv alongside the late and great James Avery, who played Uncle Philip. I think the TV couples that we, that go down in history that we love to chat about and learn from are only possible and only made as popular as they are by actors who portray them with love and who have connections with each other. So can you speak a bit about James Avery? Because you two do that so well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I got to audition with James Avery about the third callback that I mm-hmm. had. It was a long process. It took two weeks for them to decide on a new Aunt Viv. So wow. it was not a <laughs> quick wow. bang. Yeah. Throw. <laughs> so I got to audition with James, who I had not met formally before the audition. And we clicked. I fell in love with the man. He was just such a wonderful, wonderful. It was like being embraced. Mm -hmm. And when you think of a big hug, that's what he reminded me of. And he was so smart and he was so well read and so philosophical and he loved jazz. and, And he and his wife and my husband and I used to travel together. I mean, by the second year I was with the show, we were traveling the world together. We went to Joseph's wedding in London and we had a blast. And then I also used to borrow him because a lot of times I was married to, uh, well, I am married (laughs) to Tim Reed, who is um, also an actor. So sometimes they want to put a Tim and Daphne pair together to do something. And if he wasn't available, I would call uh, James's wife, Barbara, and say, Barbara, I need to borrow your husband. And she'd say, take him. (laughs) That's amazing. I just referred to him as my other husband. Right. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that puts a whole new spin on, you know, people having a work husband and a work wife. That's wonderful. Yeah, because I was going to ask, you know, was there anything special that you did coming in in later seasons to develop that connection? But it sounds like that was an instant chemistry. You just fell in love. Uh, So I think a lot of the times, you know, this show focusing the TV couples that go down in history, we spend a lot of time focusing on the couples that take years and years to get together. And we see the ups and the downs. But when we meet Aunt Viv and Uncle Philip, they've already been married for more than 20 years. And yeah, they are a couple who, you know, they bicker and banter, but they keep the magic alive and we see them be a really human couple. So what do you, what do you think is it about them that makes them such a solid couple? Good writing Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and the points of view that we were given and the freedom Mm -hmm. that we were given to um, insert our cultural take on the uh, script as we were doing it. Um, we have certain things that we do in our community that they don't do in other communities. And we were able to show that on camera because we understood that internally. So um, I think that was a little bit of the magic that made us look like we'd been together forever. Yeah, that's so cool. Do you, is there any specific instance you can remember of a time where you chatted with the writers or you and James or you just changed something up to be a little more authentic? Uh, yeah, <laughs> every Monday. <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, the head writers were white and some of the other writers were uh, black. But when they do a script and it is one writer's story, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets the credit for it and he does the majority of it. Sometimes we'd come on Monday and they would have written a scene like one that um, had um, little Ashley smart mouthing her father. And we say, oh, oh, oh excuse me. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm. See, she wouldn't have any teeth if she said that to her father mm. in our community. No, we'd have to rework that one. So those kinds of little things, I said, that may happen in your house, but it would not happen in a Black household. Oh, that's so wonderful that you were able to have that kind of relationship Great with the writers. Theater. Yeah, it, it was it was Will who set up the whole atmosphere. Yeah. And he is a very smart young man, very Mm. smart young man. Always knew he was very smart. And then I saw how good a businessman he was. So he was just a sponge absorbing everything good that was going on and learning lots of lessons from James and from um, Alfonso and Mm -hmm. just learning how to be an on-camera presence rather than just a rap artist and a big crowd presence. Right. Bring that down to a camera. Yeah. So he's I, watching him bloom has been glorious. Yeah, I was going to say he's done all right for himself. <laughs> but yeah, I, that feels very, to me, um, ahead of its time to have that kind of atmosphere on set because I think the kind of old fashioned way is like writers and actors are in separate rooms. You know, now in the culture, we see a little bit more improv with actors. We see a little more, you know, writers on set pitching jokes. So that to me just makes the whole show and the the way that it always felt ahead of its time. And in this very special project, um, that to me lines right up with what, with what we have taken as a culture from Fresh Prince. Great. Great. Yeah. Great. It was a great experience. Also going along with the couples, a lot of the time, the couples we see on TV are, are not happy and healthy. But, you know, besides a few storylines with Aunt Viv and Uncle Philip where they fight a bit, they're a very happy, healthy couple. Did you ever hear from viewers about seeing such a positive relationship on television? Was Did it ever feel pressure to, to be, I think, a couple that people look to as an example? Well, we get a lot of comments from the fans and from the people who have watched over the years of how um, we affected their relationships mm. with their spouses, with their children. And a lot of the children have said, you, I mean, Will Smith was so much of an icon to them that right. they listened to the to the um, insights that Uncle Phil gave to him, and they absorbed those into their own lives. I mean, we knew that we were had to speak the truth, right? Because people were going to react to it and take it in personally, and they did, and it worked because we gave them good information. Yeah. I was going to ask, is there any specific either, you know, plot on the show or piece of advice that Aunt Viv and Uncle Philip gave that stands out to you? Well, the the episode that always moves me and what I get the most comment on from young men is the episode where uh, Will's father leaves him again. Yeah. And the reaction of Uncle Phil to his heartbreak and telling him and sharing with the world that your family is not just the blood people who make you. Family is the people who you become family with. And 
It can be somebody totally out of your realm, but you can create family and have the love and support that you need as a human being. That is such a beautiful exchange between them. And I think one that certainly goes down in television history, especially, you know, seeing these two, this behavior between two men with all the emotions. Yes. Yes. With all the toxic masculinity we see in the world that, you know, these two men that we, that we look up to so much to have this very vulnerable moment, I think was really powerful. And they allowed it to happen Mm -hmm. and it wasn't shameful. And once you take the shame out of it, it's easy to, okay, I can express this. I don't have to hold this in. And it gives people permission to be human. Yeah. And we really needed that, you know, especially at the time, I think we saw a lot of women in the relationships we saw on television, the very, I think up until kind of the era of Fresh Prince, when we saw husband and wife on TV, the wife was a little more housewifey. And I think Aunt Viv broke that mold and stood up for what she wanted and provided a really lovely role model for that. What is your kind of favorite thing about Aunt Viv and, and how she holds herself in a, in a relationship? It was not new to me. I played a wife That's on true. a show called Snoops. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a very equal and even leadership role of a woman in that show as a wife. I played a very strong woman on Frank's place uh, to a man who wanted to be in charge, but I was a business owner, ran a funeral home, and I was in charge of what I needed to be in charge. So there there were examples of that before this. But what you see at the era of um, Fresh Prince is what we saw with the Cosby show. It was an era of showing the relationships of um, people who were equals. Yeah. And we have lived that life and it was nice to be able to express that life. It's mm-hmm. kind of a, it's the same thing as creating a fantasy of creating women who are in their place. Um, it's a men's fantasy. It ain't reality. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I like I tell the guys get get over yourself. <laughs> Come on, we know who's show. <laughs> yeah, I, I always told my husband, "You are the king because I let you be." <laughs> <laughs> well, that definitely comes across in uh, I think a lot of the characters you play, but definitely. <laughs> yeah, I've I've never been. Well, my mother was a housewife, but she wasn't a um, housefrau. She loved cooking and sewing. So she did it with love and with gusto. And But she also had a life outside of the house. She was an, a revolutionary community organizer. And she was very involved in a lot of things, the anti-war movement, the peace movement. So I don't know women who dote on right. waiting for their husbands to come home. Right. <laughs> I don't know those shows. Leave it to Beaver and uh, <laughs> all those shows. Man. I think now what's so great about 
TV show relationships in, in, in television families is that, as you were saying earlier, with people taking the advice from Aunt Viv and Uncle Philip, I think these portrayals are deeply ingrained in us, especially, you know, shows like Fresh Prince, like it was on all the time. Like that was like a, in some ways, the background of, of a period of my childhood. And I think for so many people it is. So what do you think the most important thing artists and actors can do to kind of continue this impact that we inevitably have on people and particularly on young people? Well, I think you need to bring your integrity and leave it intact when you Mm -hmm. take a job. Um, Don't go against the grain of, of your deepest beliefs. See if you can manage to work out your belief into that character to helpfully give it some basis of truth and not just made out of whole cloth. Have a point of view and stick to it mm-hmm. and pray for good writers. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> well, on that note, do you have any hopes for what you would in an ideal world like to see Aunt Viv explore in the Peacock version if, if she's there, she's hanging out? Well, she's a widow now. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. She has had to decide whether she's going to dote over her children Mm -hmm. or continue with her law practice or start a foundation for something. I mean, she can do a nonprofit. She could do a political turn. She could do any number of things that would be appropriate at this time. Um, But it depends on where Will is going to be in this situation because she's not going to leave him just to the wind. They may have separated and ex- and accepted that he is moving on with his life, but if he had a downturn in his life, Aunt Viv is going to be there for him. Yeah. So the same thing with the other kids. I mean, I love kicking them out the house and letting them go on their own, but I'm always there for my children. So there's always that. Yeah. Oh, now you have my head spinning of all of these things, of all the places that everyone could be. I think I like to think people listen to this for a little bit of relationship advice and you play someone in a, uh, you know, long-term 20 plus year marriage and you yourself are in a long marriage with Tim Reed, who we all also know and love, whether someone is on year one of marriage or on year 20 plus of marriage, do you have any advice that you'd like to share? (laughs) Yes. Learn how to fight fair. That's Mm. all all you need to do. Uh, You just need to have respect and you can like them basically because you're going to fall in and out of love when you're there for anybody who's going to be in your life consistently. You're going to have your ins and outs. It, it doesn't break the bind. Yeah. It's the respect and giving each other the freedom and the space to develop as individuals, which is what you need to do in a relationship. You cannot develop together on the same track. It just, human beings aren't built that way, but you need to support each other's dreams and aspirations, help where you can, give space where you need to, and be there for them. And if you have children, love your children. They're first. 
Wow. That got me feeling all sorts of ways about, I'm very single, but you know, about my future and all the people I know and love. And that was beautiful. Thank you. Well, Daphne, anything else you want to share or talk about? I just want everybody to know that they can find out about me and keep up with the things that I'm doing. I do so many other things besides acting. Yeah. Um, So keep up with me at DaphneMaxwellReed.com. That's about all I can say. Absolutely. Yeah. I was checking out your website earlier today and I will absolutely link it. Everyone, it will be in the show notes of the podcast so you can find it there and I'll put it on our social media as well. So it's super easy. So we can uh, keep up with everything. Well, thank you so much for being here today. It was a true honor. Oh my goodness. It was a delight. (laughs) Thank you so much, Daphne. You have a wonderful day. Uh, I don't know if you guys could tell, but I was very starstruck during that interview. Daphne is not only an incredible actor, she is also an author. Her book, Grace, Soul, and Mother Wit, is a mini memoir that also includes recipes, pantry lists, kitchen how-tos, and more. And she has several other books featuring her photography. She's designed a series of beautiful note cards that include her own photographs. She's designed a beautiful collection of swing coats and toppers. And, And very timely for this moment, she also sells masks. Everything is available at DaphneMaxwellReed.com so you can check it out there. And you can catch Daphne on the HBO Max Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion Thanksgiving weekend. So look out for that. Everyone, thank you for tuning into this bonus episode. Uh, Daphne is a true gem. I was so in awe. And hopefully in the future, we have more, you know, television relationship icons to chat with. But till then, you can catch us every Thursday with her regularly scheduled uh, ship talking. So I will see you then. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.